Welcome to one of the most ambitious episodes of Americana Station that I've ever tried to do. Um, this happened during Americana Fest, um, and I have to thank Ben Robertson so much for uh, taking controls over all of the uh, sound during this live podcast. If it wasn't for Ben Robertson, this episode wouldn't have happened, so I'm, uh, I just want to extend a, a very warm thank you to him. And of course, to uh, all the bands that played and uh, all of the uh, songwriters that played my other showcase that we did not get a chance to live record. Uh, I'm hoping to do more live podcasts in the future. I hope you enjoy this um, and I'm not going to waste too much time with an intro today because it's a really long episode. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you listen to the whole thing and uh, maybe uh, find your new favorite band. Here we go. Hey everyone, alright, so this is the Jellyman's Daughter, and um, they are a Scottish duo uh, that lands squarely in the middle of the strange crossroads between bluegrass, post-rock, and folk. Uh, mixing their unique vocal harmonies with wild and visceral cello, driving guitar and sweet mandolin, Emily and Graham write their songs together with a focus doing something new. Uh, Americana UK said that they are a rounded and quality piece of work, sharing lead vocals ensures that there is a variety in delivery with neither of the duo outshining the other, although the richness of Coe's cello is one constant throughout. All songs stand alone with no weak links. Uh, their newest album is titled Dead Reckoning, um, so look that up on Spotify or buy it from them, please, because they traveled from uh, Scotland to be here. So put your hands together for Jellyman's Daughter.
Jellyman's daughter, everybody. Yes, please sit down. You're going to have to share a mic. I hope you don't mind. It's uh, right behind you. So this is your first time in the U.S.? No. No? No. We, we've been to Folk Alliance twice. And then after both times we went, we went on a bit of an adventure afterwards. First time we went like on a road trip across to the East Coast and uh, ended up in Boston. So from Kansas City to Boston. But this is our first tour of the U.S. This is our first tour of the U.S. That's awesome. Well, welcome. Um, so w w what year did you go to Folk Alliance? I was there last year. 2016. 2016 and 17. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Um, so you have more tour dates, though, here, besides seeing yeah. Gillian Welch. Yes. <laughs> um, where else are y'all going to? <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're going... Um, oh, crap. Where are we going? We're, we're, we're driving up to Michigan and Ohio and Pennsylvania and... New York and dropping the rental off there and then going up to Canada for the last two weeks of it. That's exciting. That's awesome. Yeah. Don't worry. We can edit this. It, this is the first live podcast I've ever done, so we're just going to roll with it. You know, we'll edit it later. Um, thanks so much, everyone, for coming out, by the way. Does anyone have any questions for them? Not about the name of the band. <laughs> okay. I'm going to repeat that just so it can be recorded. What is your best truck stop experience? I didn't even know it was like a truck stop. That's a loaded that's question. A, that's that's like, it's where trucks stop. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Have, have we been to any good ones? Um. I mean, they're all good ones because you go in and it's just an array of color and like so much stuff that I think I want, but I don't. <laughs> Have you been to Bucky's down in Texas? No. 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 I mean, um, you need to tell us where the good ones are, because... It's insane. It's right. bigger than Walmart. Wow. We haven't even been to Walmart. You haven't been to Walmart? Should we go to Walmart? No, don't go to Walmart. <laughs> you, you're doing yourself a favor. <laughs> uh, my favorite confectionery so far is a, is a, a, is a cow's tail? A cow tail? A cow tail. <laughs> What's that? Well, I started eating it, and I was... No, that was the thing that I told you. It's... The chewy... Yeah. Like I started eating it and I was like, this is really good, but it shouldn't really be. I don't know. It's very weird, but weird in a good way. I like it. You know, I don't think I've had a cow tail since I was a kid. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so the writing process, do y'all collaborate on lyrics? Yeah. Um, we basically sit down in a room and... Force it. For <laughs> Force it? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, there might be some small nugget of an idea that we start from but yeah we we write all together in the same room all of us. yeah and we've uh, sometimes we've written we've there's two songs we've written that we've not quite finished because they were kind of more of one of the other one because we kind of did a bit more on our own so it, it wasn't right i think what he means by more of one of the other one oh. is um oh, <laughs> is sometimes i go US. off on a tangent me and graham like to meet in the middle with our influences because we're right. both got quite different tastes sometimes and I might go to pop and he might go to self-indulgent if, if, if we're let left to our <laughs> own devices so it's shots, shots fired, fired. <laughs> so we we try and keep each other in check so uh, what are some of your influences and where do they cross over like what are what would be like the differences and where would where do you meet do you feel 
Well, the difference is I love everything, you know, like a bit of pop, you know, a bit of like Beyonce and, you know, Christina Aguilera and stuff. Like, well, like that's what I, when I was growing up, like right. those big vocalists, whereas I, I'm not like allowed to put them on in the car when we're... <laughs> he says you are, but I'm not. Uh, and uh, I was raised with a lot of bluegrass. Um, my dad plays the banjo, so he got me into like Alison Krauss and Nickel Creek at a young age. Um, Graham, well, I'm um, I. L- the stuff we that we don't agree on. I always get complaints when I put on Metallica in the car, <laughs> and post rock. Um, you no time for post rock, do you? No, um, <laughs> but we we come together on things like Elliot Smith and Punch Brothers and stuff like that, where there's a lot of influences going on, um, n- you know, cross genre kind of things. Yeah, I mean it's such a cliche, but the biggest influence is always the Beatles. <laughs> you know, it's such a cliche. <laughs> I'm sick of saying it, but it can't be not acknowledged. We both love them. Who doesn't? Everyone I mean, does. Yeah, everyone Let's does. Like, I mean, it's a given. Were there, were there any like uh, local bands that influenced you in Scotland or mostly just more universal bands? It's oh, a r- yeah. R- Rachel Sermani. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you've heard of Rachel Sermani, sh- definitely check her out. She lives in Edinburgh. Yeah. I have not. She's been over here. Sh- she's been over here. <laughs> check her out. Um, so, okay, what's next after this tour? You said you're going back. You're going to do some uh, touring with Adrian and Meredith who are playing later. Yeah, we're doing um, our vinyl launch in the UK for Dead Reckoning. Um, so we've got some British dates. Uh, and, yeah, I think we'll be back in Montreal for Folk Alliance. We have our visas for the next year, so we're hoping to just kind of be over here a lot, yeah. Yeah, because it was expensive, <laughs> very expensive. <laughs> You got to take advantage of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got. Uh, you said you're going to Canada, and mm-hmm. um, then you're going back and playing for your EP release, and then. Um, okay. What What else? Uh, is there anything else you want to mention? The new album. Like, what was the recording process like for you? How long has it been since? You we don't want to talk about. No. It. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, like, yeah, it was um, extensive. Um, extensive. The. I mean, yeah, it, we started recording it. It was good. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was, we, yeah, we approached it with very, like, um, acoustically. Like, there's a lot of space. Um, we recorded in this big church that that was there. It was built before William Wallace was born or something like that. So it was, like, old, but it was cool. Like 1208 or something. <laughs> 1208. <laughs> um yeah, it was it was a it was a lot it was it was quite short actually in in terms like we started in. Did August. you track all live or? A lot of it was live. A lot of the vocals were live in in the in the same room at the same time because it's just a thing. Um, some of the guitar and banjo stuff was live, um, and yeah, and then we had a string orchestra, which was fun. And <laughs> was this self-produced or did you have a producer? Yeah, we we produced it ourselves. Um, Whatever producing means these days, who knows? Right, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I engineered it as well. Um, and is it uh, on an album? Is it uh, independent release or on a record label? Or It is on a record label. Our, yeah. our, our one. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe at some point we'll have more people on the label, but just now it's just for this one. 
but yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. Um, let's talk about your social media and your website so everybody can know about it. What is? What are your social media? Facebook. We're on Facebook. You're on Facebook. Uh, we're slash JMD Music, JMD Music, and on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah, do we Twitter? even use our Twitter account? We don't. We don't use Twitter, so you can no. send us a message, but we probably won't see it. Uh, um, but we're on Instagram. We're well into our Instagrams these days. Uh, you can see some pictures of. And that's at Jellyman's daughter. On Instagram, what are we? Je- that's know. what I just tagged. I hope Jellyman. I tagged it right. Oh, I yeah, don't know. Jellyman's daughter. Jellyman's yeah. daughter. Okay. We do. We do come up. Yeah. Our website, the Jellyman's daughter dot com. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for uh, coming and playing and uh, doing this interview with me. And uh, everybody, this is Jellyman's daughter. Thank you for having us. And uh, up next, we're going to have the Arcadian Wild. All right. This is the Arcadian Wild, guys. Um, they, they began in the fall of 2013 when a few choir students r- from right across the street at Lipscomb University met up after class to jam in the afternoon. Guitarist Isaac Horn and mandolist Lincoln Mick developed the core of Arcadian Wild who explore a unique acoustic sound that defines as sim- simultaneously unified and diverse. Inspired by artists who seek to blend folk and formal music, the Arcadian Wild offers up songs of invitation, calls to come and see, to find refuge and rest, or to journey and wonder. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Arcadian Wild.
she did Her father's heart lied in the forest And they spoke to her like a daughter So she planted guys. Hello. Hello to the important members of Arcadian Wild that <laughs> stuck it out. Bye-bye, <laughs> Lincoln and Bye. Kevin. Bye, guys. We love you guys. There weren't enough chairs or mics for you anyway. It's fine. <laughs> I hope the show goes good. <laughs> Isaac, how are you doing, man? I'm doing very well. Awesome. Thank you, Will, for having us. Dude, that this was incredible. That was oh, so thank good. You. Thank you. These guys sound good. Will you introduce your new fiddle player? Yes, everyone. This is Miss Paige Park. She's been playing with us since like uh, just a few months ago, right? 
And we've really only played a handful of shows together because when we first met Paige, we played, we rehearsed for a little bit and then played a couple shows and then you went to Germany for a whole month. And Africa. And Africa <laughs> and like all over the U.S. Um, what were so you doing in Germany and Africa? Where? What, what were you doing? Oh, what? Okay, so in Africa, um, I was working in missions with my church association back home in Oklahoma. And in Germany, we were just visiting a friend from college and going all over. So, yeah. Did you play any gigs out there, play any music? Or? I did busk for the first time, but I did no gigs. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so you guys played some shows recently in Arkansas. We were just talking about that we earlier. We did, yeah. How was that? that w it was really good. It's, uh, my, so I'm from Jonesboro, Arkansas. That's where my family is. So it's always really nice to go back to your hometown to play some shows. You kind of have a built-in um, support system, built-in bed and breakfast because your parents are there. <laughs> that always helps. But it was good. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, I saw some pictures. It looked like a, a packed crowd. And <laughs> see you later, buddy. We're just going to start talking trash about you yeah, now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Lincoln's the worst. <laughs> what a terrible mandolin player. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> just kidding. He's great. Um, anyways, so... Y'all been playing together since 2013, at least as a duo, mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. then in different iterations. Um, what uh, what music inspired you to start the project together? Hmm. It doesn't have to be a specific band. Yeah. You know, well, I think I think that's interesting because I think the the music that we were listening to whenever we started the band is is probably a little bit different than the music that we listen to now, at least well, the, the yeah. music that we draw influence from. Um, I, I, I remember seeing a video of the Milk Carton Kids. Do you guys know who the Milk Carton Kids yeah. are? I remember seeing a video of them um, on the NPR Tiny Desk concert series. And right whenever I saw it, I sent it like straight to Lincoln on Facebook. And I was like, ha! Well, <laughs> someone beat us to it. But that's okay. We, we should do this kind of thing. Um, yeah, and we also, I think uh, Lincoln and I <laughs> both grew up listening to uh, stuff like Reliant K. Right. And um, things, I mean, things very, very different than the stuff that we play. MXPX. Um, yeah, right, All right, All the Christian right. punk <laughs> bands, yeah. <laughs> All the good stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think now we, we really draw uh, influence from the Punch Brothers. Um, anything, anything Chris Thiele, I think we like. Um, I want to start drawing influence from Jellyman's daughter. <laughs> you guys are incredible. Oh my goodness. So put them on the list. Yeah. Um, so, uh, okay, let's talk about tour dates. What do you have going forward? Like, do you have... Uh, well, actually, we're back here on this stage next Thursday okay. um, with a band, uh, a, a duo called O Jeremiah and... Um, uh, recent grad from Lipscomb, Jack Thompson. Um, yeah, and they are both fantastic. They are both so so good. And um, yeah, that's that's next Thursday at seven o'clock. Um, and then after that, we head straight to uh, North Carolina. There's a small uh, folk festival in Wilkesboro, North Carolina, um, that is happening on the 21st and the 22nd. Um, and we got connected there actually through a Lipscomb connection we did a house show at uh the the family that hosts the the festival 
and we've been going back there for the last, I think this is going to be our third third time to do the festival. And it's a really small thing, but it, man, it's it's so much fun. And you just get to rub shoulders with um, some fantastic artists, and um, we've kind of like created this little second family, second home in Wilkesboro. So we're, yeah, we're excited to go back there. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you both graduated in music from Lipscomb? Uh, I, I graduated with a music composition degree in Lincoln, uh, actually graduated with a Bible degree, music minor. <laughs> so, <laughs> I graduated with a music minor as well, yeah. Um, what about you, Paige? Um, so originally I wanted to go to Belmont, but they were kind of stingy with their money, so I went to Oklahoma City University for a year and didn't like it, so I just moved to Nashville and started meeting people, and yeah, now I'm here. Awesome. Welcome. How long have you been here? Two years in like six days. It's Really? Yeah. Oh, we ought to celebrate. Yeah, and your birthday's soon, right? Okay, we can we'll do have a like joint, a joint, joint celebration. Yeah. Next Thursday here on this stage. Oh, yeah. Celebration. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, you I have ideas. I, like it. I was music performance. Music Violent, performance yeah, I forgot that part. Oklahoma City University. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is that in Norman or is it in Oklahoma? It's in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma yeah. City. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And you're from Oklahoma City originally? I'm from Bartlesville, which is north of Tulsa, like 45 minutes. I've played in Bartlesville before. Why? There's a warehouse. <laughs> right, I know. I think it's called the warehouse. It may have closed Sounds by cool. now. I've never heard of it. I'm surprised because yeah. Bartlesville is kind of small. Yeah, it was really small. It was a huge warehouse and they had a fan. It was There was not air conditioning in it. They had this no. fan. <laughs> that uh, did not have the, the cover on it pointed at the stage, cool. <laughs> which is terrifying. Yeah. Oh. But that's all I remember about Bartlesville. I think it was called the warehouse. It was terrifying. Bartlesville was terrifying and it was 105 degrees. Yeah. Sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like home. Yeah. yeah. So um, tell us uh, uh, your social media and your website. Let's, let's oh, get that information yes. out there into the world. So social media is the Arcadian Wild. Um, I guess there's an at symbol at the beginning of that. At. Um, at the Arcadian Wild. Um, You're really good at social media. What was the, yeah, we, yeah, we need to, that is definitely an area <laughs> that we could improve on. What was this second thing uh, you said, social media and? Website. Website. Oh. www.thearcadianwild.com. Dot com. Yes. All right. And of course you're on uh, Spotify as well. You just released a, new, a couple of new singles. Was, is it an EP? Or yeah. Yeah. So, um. This year we've released two uh, two short EPs, or just two songs each. Um, three three of those four we we played tonight, um, and we've recently printed. We kind of like consolidated those two and printed like one four song EP um, to have like with us to sell. Um, yeah, and so that was uh, earlier this year. I think one released in February February and. Um, the other in March or April or something like that. Um, yeah, but we're, d we're definitely, we, <laughs> it's funny, like the last, the last few years, no, not last few years, the last year or so, um, has just kind of been this pattern of putting off releasing a full album, another full album, um, just because we've run into several barriers along the way, um, which is the way it goes and totally fine. Um, but we're, we're gearing back up to start um, recording another, hopefully, 
fingers crossed. Hopefully, full, a length. full length, and um, we'll record that maybe at the end of this year and release it um, at the beginning of next year. Hopefully. What, what does the writing process look like for you? And do you write specifically for the album, or do you just write um, and kind of like, I don't know, like have 20 or 30 songs and then pick yeah. from them? Um, I think early that's, that's another thing that's kind of shifted over, over, over the year. Yeah, over yeah. time. Um, at the beginning, it, it, it was, um, we just kind of had some songs that we had written. And we, you know, they, they weren't like written with each other in mind. Um, they, uh, they the for for the most part they predated the band the the ones the songs that we've released, um, and uh, I think we're trying to get in the habit now of of writing with um, kind of a bigger bigger picture mindset, right. um, writing for like for each other in mind like leaving space intentionally for Paige to do something or for Lincoln to do something on the mandolin, um, uh, as well as like writing writing songs that are cohesive and. Um, kind of complement one another. Is that a shared task? Or do so uh, the the um, arrangement of the songs is collaborative, but for the most part, the the lyric and the like general form of the songs are done uh, individually, and then okay. we just kind of bring them to the group and like flesh them out um, together as a band. So very cool. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for uh, coming, Thank being you. the ones that stuck around. Yeah. And, um, right. We're going to have Adrian and Meredith up. I think they're actually running late. Um, they're almost here. So uh, we'll have them up in just a few minutes. Well, I guess we'll take a little five-minute break. Cool. Thanks, Will. And then everybody just stare at them with like, great disappointment when they get here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Adrian and Meredith. Um, Yay, we always been one to march to the beat of their own drum. Adrian and Meredith make a different sort of roots racket. More Than A Little finds a pair's debut putting its own spin on Americana music, roughing up the genre's edges with the rule-breaking spirit of punk, the vintage twang of old-timey folk, the sneer of rock and roll, and even the frantic bounce of early swing and jazz, Manouche. Never said the word Manouche before. Yeah, it's a weird thing. That's a weird word. Uh, Adrian was born on the Canadian Detroit border, raised on rock, punk, and soul music, with a carnival barker's croon and the off-the-wall clawhammer banjo approach to playing the acoustic guitar. Meanwhile, Meredith was a nearby Ann Arbor, Michigan native who cut her teeth on old-time music, and she played traditional fiddle and clogs. Uh, the two approaches come together with Adrian plus Meredith, a project that honors the traditions of folk and Americana music while pushing beyond those genres' boundaries. Ladies and gentlemen, Adrian plus Meredith. Thank you, Will. It's very surreal to have your bio read aloud while you're standing there. We oh, like, oh, uh, yeah. I knew that word. I used that word. That's we didn't write it. Blame it all on Andrew Leahy. Have you guys been Americanaed yet? Are you getting your Americanas worth? Uh. We're going to play some new songs. Uh, that's what Americana Fest is to us. What is Americana to you? Uh, it's playing new music. So this is mu new music. I had a night lacking a wits, 
the sheet was showing her nighttime interest. To live large like a junkie, give love to the monkey. It ain't old, it's a vintage gift. Wingman kept blocking the view. That my pocket size photo of you. I'm a martini man, Miller Lite in my hand. Keep it cold too, and it will be true. Yeah, gonna lose your shivery. When the calendar comes and the bits are made, remove your history. Chasing trains at night with the bloodshot eye. I had a smoke, so I asked at the time. Could tell the rhythm was much better than mine. Undeniable game searcher for my name. Hit a straight for the claim of my prime. Keeping up with the yins and johns. Spotting trains where I didn't belong. Use the words as a weapon and a clean tall Stetson. Learning how to country or rhyme, and you gotta lose your shivery. When the calendar comes and the bits are made, remove your history. Chase the trains at night with the bloodshine eyes. Chasing long blurred lines, don't be wrong, responding kind. You know, in the way the risk is part of the business, handing out the whiskey, wine, handing out the whiskey, wine, or coffee, handing out the whiskey, wine, or nicotine, handing out the whiskey, wine. Thank you. So Adrian and Meredith, I think, are going for the Guinness Book of World Records uh, holder for most Americana Fest shows. Is that? Most, most Americana Fest shows without an Americana, Americana showcase. Without an Americana showcase. Yeah. Yeah, an official showcase. Yeah, we've never played it. We've never played this festival. you never played it? No. never played this festival. We just well. find stuff to do this week. Yeah. <laughs> But you're playing a lot of great gigs. You just came from Fond Object, right? Yeah, the California Country Social. Um, they yeah. let us in. I don't know. California has accepted us as one of their own. We're grateful. We yeah. don't know why, but we're grateful. That's awesome. So Alice Wallace and was over there, she I think. Played, yeah. um, Brian Ashley. Yeah, there's a bunch yeah. of people not from California that were playing. It. Yeah, yeah, They're, I saw It's that. very Americana. Yeah. Them. That's awesome. So um, you, you just mentioned earlier that you're thinking about recording. 
uh, new record? Yeah, so um, we've been working on new songs, and uh, the rest of this year is going to be spent just the two of us out on the West Coast and then the two of us out um, in, in Europe, UK, Scotland, Ireland. And we're looking forward to kind of putting aside all emails aside from where we're hey. staying that night <laughs> and, uh, and finishing up writing. We're, we're a good chunk of songs in, but there's yeah. a couple more to go. So we're, we've been really inspired lately, and um, we're excited to get this next record on a roll. So hopefully 2019. Awesome. How many songs do you all have so far? We have six, six seven. Six and a half. Six and a half. Six and a half songs. And three quarters. Without so you bridge. just need like no three and a half. Yeah. And maybe a bridge. And a bridge. Yeah. Possibly. Give or take. You can always use a bridge. <laughs> you can always use a bridge. <laughs> so you've, you've been doing a lot of touring, probably more than we have. We, um, anyone else I know. We've been touring kind of as a, as a duo project, and then uh, depending on the type of uh, event, sometimes we'll bring a band. Uh, it depends on basically what they'll offer financially. And right. then uh, we'll, just, we'll just kind of uh, do an a la carte kind of situation so that we don't go broke. Right. We're not all as rich as Chris Moyes, you know. So. It's a nice suit, <laughs> Will. You have a nice suit. On. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Was, so um, w how do you write normally? Like, uh, do you write together separately? Um, now it's together. It took a long time. As, as There's probably a few songwriters in the room. Uh, it takes a long time to get somebody even, like, in your earshot while you're writing a song because you're so nervous, really, even the people that have toured and have uh, made a living out of it. When you write a song, you generally don't want to be heard and you don't want to be around uh, while you're writing a song. So uh, it took a long time for Meredith to be in the house, uh, let alone in the same room and let alone working together. So that was, that's a been a long process. That's, that's like falling in love. <laughs> yeah, it has. Um, and now it's kind of grown. Um, a lot of times it'll start with a little chord progression, just a, a short one um, that sometimes is kept and sometimes is pitched. Um, and, yeah, or changed, but from there, a lot of times it just happens where I'm, I hear it all the time, and all of a sudden I'll, I'll put in a fiddle part. All of a sudden that becomes the melody. It grows from there, um, but it does happen pretty pretty organically, um, and then we'll sit down and we'll like really, once we get an idea that feels like it could be something because a hook got written or the chords feel good, from there, um, you know, it is pretty collaborative, the structure of the song, and, and then there's kind of, the lyrics always come last, which is different for everyone, but. So yeah, like, so, uh, like the music and playing the progression will inspire an emotion and through that emotion right. I'll get an idea for a particular topic if it's sad I'll start thinking about sad topics if it's a happy song I'll start if it's if it's sly then I'll start thinking about so usually the chords and funny melody about. come first and then the lyrics come last yeah it, it, it inspires yeah. an emotion and, and generally speaking uh, the emotions of, of the song that we're writing at the time probably are coming from somewhere personal and then I'm not I'm not saying that our songs are autobiographical by any sense, but they're, but generally, like, the stresses of, for instance, the political climate these days have inspired some political songs. Right. I'm not saying it's necessarily our word-for-word -word vision of what should be happening or what should not be happening, but uh, it just inspires an emotion and it inspires a topic. And then from there, you, you try to find something to say that's worth saying. Right. And uh, some of your influence, you uh, we mentioned earlier, you, you were from Detroit, so you had a lot of Motown and punk influences, and you had the polka influences. Where do y'all meet in the middle? Um, it took a long time. We, we met and dated for almost two years, a little bit more, before we ever started playing music together, um, which isn't always the way it happens. Um, but it, it took a long time for us to kind of 
get to know each other musically and kind of figure out where that cross point is. And I guess the meeting point is what you hear. Um, that's right. kind of where it's at. And we get really inspired. I mean, we, right now we've been listening to a lot of legendary Shack Shakers, a lot of Squirrel Nut Zippers. Yeah, a lot of swing music right now is where we're at, but we'll see what happens next. <laughs> so that may bleed into the new album. Yeah. That's awesome. So tell us your social media and website. Let's get that on. Cool. So you can find us online at adrianplusmeredith.com, all spelled out. Um, P-L-U-S, adrianplusmeredith.com. Um, from there, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's all some... T- some <laughs> we have our own Tinder. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you're you're uh, you're really pitching that hard, eh, Jane? <laughs> I need money. But uh, every <laughs> all of our social handles are some deriv- derivative of Adrian plus Meredith. So don't try to find them by their last name for sure. Krigowski, have fun with that. Yes, my stage name is now Brownski. We're it's firm. Y- your stage was brown. Your your stage name is Brownski because you changed her sh- her maiden name was Brown and became a Krigowski, so she went halfway. It's Brownski. Why didn't you just go to Brown? That would have been so much Why easier on everyone. <laughs> We we could both go to Brownski, but but she 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 changed her last name. Yeah, there you go. Let's get some cheers. Yeah, there's a petition near the door. Um, but uh, she changed her last name on her Facebook page, Brownski, which apparently in these days is the same thing as changing your legal name to Brownski because we get checks written out to Brownski, we get hotel rooms in Brownski. We now have to check three last names when we check into a hotel. True. Well, thanks so much for coming out. We'll uh, do our full-length podcast, I think we said, next week. So we'll be able to hear a full-length podcast from them uh, in the near future. And uh, we got Dave's Highway coming up, so stick around. Thanks, Will. Thank you. Internet sensation. (laughs) Dave's Highway. It's the Mississippi-born trio comprised of siblings Delaney, Zachary, and Erica. Since posting a home video on YouTube in 2009, the group has amassed more than 20 million views released four studio albums, and made concerts and TV appearances across the U.S. The trio's voices combine to create a remarkable musical blend which can only be created by which is known in the South as blood harmony. Please, all the laughter in the... Like, come on. I love this this improv introduction that's happening right now. The band's primary musical influences are Little Big Town, The Civil Wars, John Mayer, The Martins, The Lombello, and The Eagles. But Zachary is a huge fan of Lady Gaga. (laughs) <laughs> that yeah. that was improv. That's not on that. That's they not are, on there. They are currently in the studio recording their next musical album. So uh, tonight we get the pleasure to hear some of those new songs, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Dave's Highway. So Americana is an honest crowd, right? Y'all, y'all cool if I'm honest for a minute? Um, so I'm actually really scared to play this song. <laughs> We've never played it before. We wrote it in July, I think. So it's it's like brand new, but we're putting it on our record. So tonight's the night. So we're like, we got to do it. We got to get this done. So back to, oh, sorry. I thought they were saying something else. Don't worry about it. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) I'm nervous. Sorry. (laughs) Um, So there was this time in my life, uh, pretty recently, um, whenever I dated my second boy named Ben, uh, and so I wrote, I, I, after we broke up, I, <laughs> better be careful because one of them's running the sound and he controls how <laughs> we sound out there. He was been number one. Hey, turn me back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so he's been number one. We're good now. But, um, so, uh, 
so so after we broke the second bin after we broke up i i came out of that and i was like we broke up so that i could write all of the songs for our hit record right so we wrote this song and it's called has bins because i had two of them <laughs> and i think it's the funniest thing ever i'm sorry if you don't think it's funny but i think it's hilarious um so yeah here's the meanest song I have ever written officially to this day. <laughs> yep. Woo. Yay. I'm scared. Thank you guys. <laughs> and from now on, she's never dating another Ben. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Over. Yeah. Sorry if your name's Ben. I don't hate Ben's. Trust me. Just a has been so long, so long, so long. Just another has been so long, so long. Glad you're gone. Just another has been. Woo. You pick the wrong girl on a tree like dirt. has 
seriously, these these are three of my favorite people in the world. I love them Aww. so much. And um, you? She said, "Oh, you." <laughs> um, and so, so thank you so much for coming out tonight. And um, uh, let's talk about songwriting. Who's the main songwriter in the band? Erica. I know, I know that, but that that's me. Um, I I love to write. That's like. I'm really bad, believe it or not, I'm really, really not great at expressing emotion, and so that's why it all started, and um, if I'm in a fight, I usually don't fight back, I just write a song, oops. Uh, <laughs> but we all three write together as well. Um, most of the songs you heard tonight were co-writes, except for No Room. I think that's the only one. Yeah. That was the one you wrote? No, that's the one I wrote. No, oh, okay. Yeah. No, the one... Uh, you wrote earlier. Goodbye. No, that yep. was co-write. Yeah. Okay, you wrote it together. Cool. Zach, why don't you write? Why don't I write? Because I'm write? bad at it. That's why. <laughs> I like I like playing guitar, man. That's all I like to do. So. I know. You're a great guitar player. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. This uh, is a weird podcast because right? you're just my friends. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what are, what's in the works? I know you said you're recording. Um, can and I say that? Yeah. It's not a secret? We, okay. We'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, yeah. Can't say much, but we'll talk about it a little bit. Sure. We are recording um, with a guy who uh, has a lot of clout, and um, we are, I'm not going to say his name yet because I'm not sure if he would like that, but we uh, are working on we're working on some songs, man. We got drum tracks down, and now we've just got to do some, uh, some of the real legwork, guitars and vocals and stuff. It's going to be really cool. We're excited about it. Is it going to be an EP full length? What are you looking at? Four songs. Uh, four songs. Four songs. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Super excited. Woo. Yeah, tell tell me some stuff. What's been going well, on with you guys? If you didn't catch on yet, we're siblings. We live together. We go to school together. We uh, play together in a band. We pretty much do everything together. So if you see one of us, you the yeah, other two might be close I'm your behind. only friend, actually. We yeah. visit Will every day here at the well. Um, so that's why it's weird for him to talk to us because he... Knows a lot about us, and Literally hopefully you won't share any of the em yeah. embarrassing stuff. <laughs> but um, let's see what else. I took an oath. We, huh? For the, I took an oath for this podcast only. Good, to good, be good. Positive. We um, we've been playing together as a band for about ten years, which is crazy to think about. Um, we've been singing since we were uh, before we could walk. Really? Burst since we were <laughs> burst. Our parents are crazy because they had us back to back, and um, so. Yeah, that's why we do everything together. Um, and so I <laughs> this is the only embarrassing thing I'm going to point out. Oh, yeah. But I went and read your website, which Don't needs an up update. <laughs> actually, I want to know. No, no, no. This isn't bad. This isn't bad. Um, so you were discovered by, was it Stephen Curtis Chapman? for a Chris Tomlin. Chris Tomlin yeah. For a, a song. And then he actually featured you. And that's how you started getting like all the YouTube views. Yeah, whenever we were. Uh, it was like 2000. Get off the cable, Erica. It's like 2009. Did you just harmonize 2009? <laughs> it was like 2009. We were at Disney World with our f with our parents for like family vacation, and Dad yeah. was on the internet. We had posted uh, "Jesus Messiah," which is you know one of the one of the best worship songs ever, in my opinion. And so um, we posted that video, thinking, "Oh, well, nothing will happen with that. It's just an Easter Sunday video." And so right. we posted it. Actually, we didn't even know Dad posted it. He just posted it. Um, and so he uh, he was on the internet, like just on his computer the whole time we were at Disney World. And we were like, Dad, we want to go to Magic Kingdom. Get off the computer. We want to go <laughs> ride the Space Mountain. So come on. And he was like, hang on. You, hang on. I'm doing something. And so, it, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't tell us what he was doing. So he like, uh, 
we had like we had we had gained about fifteen hundred fans on Facebook before this happened, and you know, we're from small town Mississippi, so that was like, man, we're famous. We we that was made the whole it. town. It's yeah. like that's everybody. That's everybody we know. It's more people than <laughs> we know, and so we we went from fifteen hundred fans to fifteen thousand fans in a week. We were like, yeah. <laughs> we were like, now now we're really famous. Well, now we're really famous, and so for for years we we toured uh, toured like did played at churches and um, really anywhere that would have us. Yeah. For for five or six years we did that, and we we went from fifteen hundred fans, fifteen thousand fans, two hundred and twenty thousand fans, and that's where we're at now. Um, and I, man, it's so funny. Like we can't take credit for a single thing that we've ever done because everything that we've ever tried to do. Um, as a band, everything's been like, okay, this is what we're going to do. It's failed. It hasn't worked. But everything that we haven't tried to do, God has just paved that way for us and just let us do so much stuff that we could have never, we could never take credit for it. And I think that's funny how, how uh, God works in that way. Yeah. And so, um, and um, are. y'all are at Lipscomb University right now. Yes. Another crazy adventure. Right. Um, so you're all seniors, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, 23, 22, 21, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, your parents didn't waste any time. But <laughs> and, then they, and then they were like... They said it earlier. There, I'm not there's the three of us. I got stuck in between these two, and, yeah. they, and I don't love it. And they... <laughs> I'm just I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And uh, dad was like, hey, let's, have, let's have, a, have another one and maybe have a drummer. And mom was like, mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> we're done. So you could have had a drummer. So where, where do you look? Past uh, Lipscomb, where do you look towards going? You give me the hardest one. Um, Well, honestly, it all depends on what this project does. Um, We all have jobs. (laughs) Hopefully we won't have to keep them forever. (laughs) But uh, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Make music is all I have. (laughs) That's that's not the only thing we want to do. It's really the only thing that we know how to do. And so we've, we've been doing this since I was 12 years old. So, you know can't really see anything else that we would do and we're all music majors yeah so you got to <laughs> no use that degree plan. right <laughs> no future there ladies Erica, and gentlemen final words no i don't have anything no nothing okay thanks so much thank you will thank you, got, you for um, having us dave's highway barefoot movement is coming up all right everybody's good Thanks for sticking around uh, for Barefoot Movement. Um, they are heartfelt, energetic, and down home. Heralded by CMT Edge as one of the most promising bands on the bluegrass scene. The music of Nashville-based group The Barefoot Movement is down to earth as their intention for members of the audience. Sit back, relax, and take your shoes off and stay a while. This is The Barefoot Movement. Well, we do all kinds of music, originals, and uh, some fun covers, and here's a traditional song that's just too much fun not to play. It's called Rocky Atlas. Getting used to this trap. Thank you so much for letting me borrow it. Way up on mountain, throw a little kiss. See my candy darling, my pretty old positive. I'm going Rocky Island. Oh, see my candy darling, you know I love her so. Well, 
Stay on our mics. There we go. I know I need I need to put take my shoes off and I mean join the movement. <laughs> You're wearing too many clothes, man. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> so um, how did how did y'all start this? What year? How did this come Loaded about? Question. Yeah. Tommy and I over here met in high school. We met in um, high school. Um, we uh, we graduate. Well, I don't want to say what year we graduated. It's been a long time. Uh, 2015. <laughs> 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 no, we met. We met in high school and started playing together. And uh, th all throughout college, we had a bunch of like lineup changes, and we've we uh, put out a couple records before we met this guy, and he's the reason we moved to Nashville. Uh, we met him. He was living here, and he was commuting to Johnson City, Tennessee, which is where. We were living at the time, and uh, after everybody was done with school, we said, why don't we just move to Nashville? That makes sense. So we moved here because of him, and then uh, a couple years later, we were in the uh, market for a female bass player, and we found Katie Blomars on Facebook. Yeah, hey, Katie. Boom. I found Katie on Facebook, too. That's true. That's how Will and I know each other. Yeah. 
strangers, kids. <laughs> don't, don't, <try laughs> don't talk to strangers. I don't know, uh, Caleb Edwards, uh, we met on uh, Craigslist. Yeah. So he didn't kill me, so we became friends. Yeah, that's, a, that's a plus, I'd say. Yeah. So Hattiesburg, and you moved up to Nashville. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you cut your teeth on bluegrass, or was that something like once oh you came no, up here? I grew up on uh, pretty much everything but. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, but, you know, I never was against it. I, I, I enjoyed, you know, I liked it, but, uh, you know, in South Mississippi, uh, there was a lot of soul and blues and stuff like that, right. too, but uh, I just like good songs, really, and I like what, what, I liked what they were doing when I met them, and I uh, said, you want to hop in a vehicle? And, uh, yeah, I'll play this one gig. Oh, yeah, I'll play this gig again. <laughs> hey, I'll play another gig. And then we're just, here we are still going. We're, I don't know what number all we're on now. So, five yeah. years, though. Five, yeah, five years. Five years of, yes, I'll play that gig. <laughs> <laughs> and here you are tonight. Thanks for saying yeah. yes tonight. I appreciate oh, yeah, that, man. guys. Um, so... Uh, when it, when is the next album coming out? Are y'all in the studio or planning on it? Speaking of loaded questions, yeah. <laughs> we've been working on a record for a really long time, but it's finally, I think, to the point where it can go to mixing. And uh, we worked with a producer this time who was really concerned about the song quality, so we had to come up with a lot of material, and he, he encouraged us to seek out some fun covers, so that's where kind of that last one came from. Yeah. You know, just some stuff to sort of widen our palette. So... We have probably 20, 21 songs that we're going to have to choose from, you know, whether to make one record and a cover ZP or two records or, you know, I, it's, it's, it's a lot to figure out. But now that we're almost to mixing, we'll start uh, making those decisions. And hopefully, I mean, my, my hope would be at least at the very latest by next summer, you know, so we can because we always do big tours in the summer. So maybe maybe it'll come out in time for that. Let's hope so. Um, so who is it a collaborative effort with songwriting or do you like kind of bring individual songs to the table? How does that work for you guys? Well, thus far, I guess because, you know, I'm started the band and and uh, Tommy and I have sort of been the the sustaining members from back way back in 06. Um, I've done most of the songwriting. Occasionally he and I have, have written some stuff where he'll do an instrumental thing and I'll put words to it. And then Alex, you know, he's bringing some songs in. And, and I think, you know, this last record has just been kind of a scramble for everything that we've had. And, and once that's done, you know, I'm, I really want to experiment with the songwriting thing. I'm incredibly intimidated by the idea of sitting down and writing a song like in the moment with somebody else because for me, songwriting is something I do by myself in a room at like three o'clock in the morning. So I'm not used to right. <laughs> doing it with everybody else, but maybe we'll get there. Yeah, that's kind of like Adrian and Meredith were saying earlier. You kind of have to like slowly ease into it, you know? Yeah. Um, even having someone in the house hearing your song can be kind of nerve-wracking sometimes. Um, so what's next? You said you're going to be playing um, uh, back here in town at the local November 11th. 11th. And then uh, you'll be doing Christmas shows? Yeah, so we, we've got a bunch of shows this fall. Um, up next, we're headed to IBMA, which is the International Bluegrass Music Association's big yeah. conference. Sort of like what Americana Fest is doing, just a little more geared towards bluegrass, and that's in Raleigh. Uh, we've, we're going to be playing the Dixie Classic Fair in North Carolina. I'm from North Carolina, so hopefully it'll all still be there after this weekend and this crazy hurricane. But uh, other than that, we've got a bunch of festivals, fall festivals, and then our Christmas tour 
is uh, is crazy. We're going to Wyoming and Colorado and Florida, like and South Carolina all within a week. And um, so our last Christmas show is here uh, at at City Winery. Awesome. Um, tell me all of your social media stuff and website so that the listeners can. Is that I just want to let somebody else talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She oh, okay. hates. She knows I hate talking. So <laughs> Katie, she what is? Take it away, Katie. All right. Um, At K Blumars. No. What are <laughs> so <laughs> our website is thebarefootmovementofficial.com, and you can look us up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, SoundCloud. I don't know. Um, sure. YouTube, Snapchat. and we're all the Barefoot Movement. Um, that. You know, you might get some rando hippie videos of people who are actually <laughs> in the movement who <laughs> really don't wear shoes. Also a yoga studio. Also a yoga studio. Also maybe some wine, the barefoot wine. I feel like they have a couple things that trickle yeah. in. None uh, of those are us. But yeah. we're the crazy people who play instruments with no shoes. Um, but yeah, so that's where to find us. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming out, guys. I really Thank appreciate you. it. Thank yeah. you all for coming Thank out you. Thank you. Um, I just want to say it was so nice to get here early and listen to some other bands because Americana Fest has been so crazy and, uh, you know, you're just running around doing and thinking. And, and then I was just like, I just got to sit here and listen to some music for a second. It was really Sounded a treat. Great. So. Sounded great. It was, it was honestly, I was just being selfish. Uh, these are all <laughs> bands that I wanted to hear. And so <laughs> I had to be here. So <laughs> yeah. thanks for uh, cool. coming and entertaining me. Thank you. Well, Good night, everyone. Thanks, guys. Thanks. I want to give a shout out to all the uh, songwriters from the songwriting uh, showcase that we did during Americana Fest the day after this podcast. Um, we had Kelsey May, Jason Hawk Harris, Fawn Larson, Chris Moyce, and Hannah Miller. Um, Next episode of the podcast is going to have Miss Kelsey May of Evermore Nest, and uh, we'll be talking about New Orleans and Louisiana and her new album. Um, and we also have Hannah Miller. She'll be coming up on the podcast soon, as well as Adrian Plus Meredith, um, Lauren Pratt, and uh, lots more. Um, thanks so much for listening. Please do me a huge favor and follow this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, whatever app you're using to listen to podcasts please uh just click follow leave us uh, a nice positive comment so we can uh make our way up on the uh the podcast charts uh that would really be v very helpful and uh be sure to follow uh, on all social medias uh i am uh, at will Payne harrison and uh on instagram and at will p harrison on uh twitter and uh there's also the at Americana Station on Instagram and at America Station on Twitter. I don't really use the uh, Twitter too much. But, uh, yeah, thanks so much for supporting. Uh, please be sure to uh, check out all of these bands. They're all on Spotify or uh, do one even better and uh, purchase their album online or uh, in a uh, physical form. Thanks so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time with uh, Kelsey May of Evermore Nest. <laughs>